This is the Blackout Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blackout Podcast where I get to talk to amazing people that do amazing things. And today I have Kate Conlon, an awesome artist. Thanks for coming on the Blackout Podcast. Thank you so much. I still take a little bit of issue with amazing artists, <laughs> but we can just, we can push past that. We can get right through it. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, everything considered and mm-hmm. it's an amazing day out. So that's always helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to start with the video for with little dinosaurs with the little dinosaurs for only distance only distance yeah that's yeah. uh, the most recent track that I've uh, put out from my EP pastel portraits which mm-hmm. is coming out in August I've just done a couple singles from it and uh, yeah the the little dinosaurs I was just trying to think of a way to portray what the song is about which is about you know loving in spite of the miles and about long distance relationships and it, it felt sort of strange to do that with people like I felt like it might. Um, just not read quite as well. Mm. Um, but I felt like with the little tiny dinosaur toys, there was there was a an element of grandioseness to it because they're so small and everything around them is so big. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the journey can just seem like so much more. Mm. Um, and I also just wanted an excuse to get some really nice sort of uh, landscapes of Nova Scotia because it's so gorgeous mm-hmm. that I just, I wanted an excuse to have somebody, you know, traveling across the vast expanse of, Peggy's Cove or whatever, you know. <laughs> where, where did you shoot it, though? Um, we basically, we just drove back and forth to Peggy's Cove and just found some cool um, little roadways and any kind of nice scenery along that route. Mm-hmm. Um, we did take a couple stops. Like, we went to Duncan's Cove, actually, as well, which is just a little off of Peggy's Cove. Um, and uh, we we did some, we did some early morning shoots, and uh, it's a little bit of a hike, which I forgot to tell my team that was working with me, <laughs> my team, which uh, was my fiance and his friend. So uh, he he was not too happy. He was wearing nice shoes, and he was like, "You did not tell me this was a hike. We are going through a lot of mud right now." And I was like, "I'm sorry. It's gonna be a good video. I promise. Thank you." Mm. Like, <laughs> um, but it was all worth it. I think it turned out really really nice, and it was just it was fun to get out and see see the scenery um how long did it take you to shoot that um I think we only did like two or three shoot days Mm. um we really only did one where we were filming all the scenery that's not entirely true our uh our other friend who helped us out with it uh Michael was a a PA on something else that took him uh I can't remember where it was what is his last name Michael Wolfhart oh yeah um great guy Mm. super talented Mm. we are so so lucky to have him work with us on the project and uh he was a PA on some other project at the time. I don't remember exactly what, but it took him out of the city. And so when he was done working on the project he was working on, he just took some time and took some shots of the dinosaurs in like random cool locations. So we Mm. got some footage there as well, uh, which was really nice. We got them in a bunch of different locations, which was nice. And then I think we had like one extra day just to get like a couple of the shots of the other dinosaur, like in the car and at the house and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, So, but overall, a pretty short shoot, which was nice. What are dinosaurs now? Uh, the dinosaurs are actually in my den and I have them together on my uh, bookcase because I'm like, mm. they can never be separated again. You know, they went through all of that to be together. So so what, how did your music journey start? Um, I mean, I've been singing before I could talk and, uh, you know, playing instruments since I was in elementary school. So uh, it's, I've, it's always been a big part of my life. 
Mm-hmm. I would say that my my journey as a as a singer songwriter started when I was about 15 or 16. I had it in my head that like I couldn't write songs. Like uh. I just at some point in my childhood, I was like, writing songs isn't for me. I can sing, but that's it. Mm. And then I wrote this song just kind of on a whim. And uh, my mom made me record it and send it into because I'm from Windsor, Ontario, originally. Mm. And um, they were putting together this like compilation CD for the city of just various artists within the city. And my mom sent it in to this compilation CD, like uh, kind of pressured me into it. But I'm glad she did. And uh, it managed to get on the CD. Nice. And that kind of was this like aha moment for me of like, okay, maybe I can write. Mm. Maybe I can do some writing. And uh, just sort of ever since then, I've been playing various shows and at showcases and things. Um, You know, it's definitely come in and out of my life as far as like its importance. Um, Like there are some times where I'm like, I'm really hitting it hard. I'm going, I'm going to be a singer songwriter. That's my thing. And then other times it's like, I want to hang back. I'm going (laughs) to go to university. I'm going to, you know, see if that's my career path. But uh, I'd say in the last five years or so, I ever since really moving to Halifax, mm. I've grown exponentially as a musician. The music scene out here is so incredible and so um, like friendly isn't even a big enough word. It, it nurturing. Mm. It's such a nurturing community. I've learned more as a musician here in the last five years uh, than I learned in probably 10 years before that, you know. Mm. So I'm I feel so blessed and so lucky that I decided to come out here. And uh, really, again, on a whim, I make a lot of decisions on a whim. Um, I was just supposed to come out for the summer. Mm. And then I just fell in love with everything out here. The the scenery, the people, the culture. Um, and uh, I've, I've been here ever since. So, you know, it's, uh, well, back and forth a little bit to Windsor. But mm. <laughs> for the most part, I've been here ever since. Mm. And, uh, and, you know, I, I just got this uh, factor grant for my latest EP, which is amazing. And it's, it's such a great program that they have the artist development program. Um, and it's really been helpful making this EP. Uh, and I'm, I'm so excited. I feel like it's I've done a couple albums before this, but they were all very like, you know, just homemade or like I went to a studio, but no other instruments other than me. But this one, I had a lot of other musicians helping me on it. Like Only Distance has a uh, Josie Palmer from Ashland, who's incredible on the fiddle, um, as well as uh, Sylvain Medina on the drums. And uh, I think Cody, Cody Degas did the bass on that one. Cody did a lot of random instruments on that EP. So I'm like, I'm always trying to keep straight. Like, did he do drums on that one or bass on that one? Like he was mixing it for me. So every once in a while, he'd be like, do we just like put a track down here real quick? And I'd be like, yeah, okay, Cody. So, so Cody did a lot of sort of bits and pieces of it. Mm. Oh, and uh, my fiance, Devis Matwana, is actually um, also featured on that single as a uh, backup vocals mm. uh, during the bridge, which is really nice because the song was kind of about him. It was when we were first starting out and I was going back to Windsor for a bit and we like weren't sure if we were going to stay together or not yet. Like we had just started a relationship before I left. Um, and then I wrote that song and then we did end up going the distance. And, uh, and now we're engaged. So clearly it all worked How out. How did you guys meet? We met actually in the open mic scene. He was one of the first people I met when I got here, but we didn't actually become friends for a bit because we were both extremely intimidated by each other because um, he's an incredible musician in his own right. And uh, I remember seeing him perform and being like, oh my gosh, that guy is so good and so handsome. That is so great. <laughs> and then, and I had just come from Toronto. So um, so I was very in the like, 
um, promoting yourself mindset and very like I, I did love the the Toronto scene, but it was very different than here. And so I was very like, hello, my name's Keith Conlon. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and SoundCloud. And I was like, every time I went up, I had a whole spiel. And so he apparently saw me up there and was like, oh, my gosh, that girl is so good. And she's so intimidating. She's got all of her stuff together. And like I don't have my <laughs> stuff together. So it wasn't until um, I started kind of hanging out with his friends that like then when we were in the same friend circle, we kind of mm. started hanging out. And then we were just friends for like two or three years. We were always dating somebody else. And then when we were both finally single, it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, uh, so it was nice that we were friends first, which is always, I, I find really nice that you really get to know the person before you actually start a relationship with them. What was the first instrument you learned to play? Piano, actually, oh. which um, I don't really play the piano anymore Damn. but um, my family is very musical and so my dad plays the piano and my grandma plays the piano so I took lessons from her um, and uh, so so I played uh, well into grade school and then I picked up a guitar and was like oh this is way easier and I can bring it places and play for people easy? oh well you can carry it around I you can, can carry it around well, in what way is it easier than playing the, key, the piano well the piano is um, I mean for one thing well it's it is I would say it's the same skill level to be really good at piano as really good at the guitar that being said, you can be fine at the guitar way easier than you can be fine at the piano. Like the piano is you really got to be specific. You've got to know what your notes are. You've got to know the melody. Um, and then with the guitar, you can learn three chords and play a lot of songs. <laughs> so like, so that being said, like if you want to be an incredible savant of a guitarist, like uh, like Sam Wilson is a female guitarist, a jazz musician here in the city, and she's incredible. Like she, I'm sure, has put in as much time as a lot of piano savants into the guitar. Mm. But like for me, I was like, I mostly want an instrument to accompany my voice. Like I, I personally identify as like a, a songwriter first and a musician second kind of um i i have i pour a lot more of my heart and soul into like lyrics and melody and that kind of thing Mm. and then the the guitar and my voice is sort of a way to bring that into the world Mm. so so i as you know and and not to put down myself as a musician i'm a fine musician (laughs) but um but i I really enjoy the writing aspect of being a musician. Mm. So, so that's why, that's why when I figured out, I was like, oh, guitar, I know five chords and now people think I'm good at guitar. <laughs> that's incredible. I, I always like to joke that people who don't know how to play the guitar think I'm a great guitarist. <laughs> and people who do know how to play the guitar is like, she's all right. Yeah. She can, she can hold her own. Well, you know, isn't it <laughs> funny that you never thought you could write now? That's kind of the first thing before the whole, I can play an instrument or not. You know, I've never thought of it like that, but you're right. (laughs) I've never, like, thought of those two thoughts in the same (laughs) sentence. But, yeah, that is kind of funny. (laughs) What other instruments do you play? Um, So, I will say I play well the guitar and the ukulele. I can play a little bit of piano, a little bit of fiddle, a little bit of drums, a little bit of xylophone. Like, I I have a lot of instruments. Xylophone? Sorry, not xylophone. um, Glockenspiel. It looks like a little xylophone, so in my brain, I always want to call it. Yeah. There's actually, there's a little bit of glockenspiel in um, the first single I put out, Cute. 
and uh, another another song that's going to be on the full EP, uh, Feathers Current Skipping Stones. So how many songs is gonna have on the EP? So only five. Okay. Um, I I I kind of went back and forth on it because I have a few more recorded, but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna put out this little EP, like really promote that, and then I have enough songs kind of in my back catalog that I won't have to wait too too long to put out another one, which is but, nice. But um, you know, these days there are people that. I guess there are two types of artists. There are these artists that have 20 songs of like one minute each. And then there are people that have like six songs, you know, three minutes, whatever. And that's an album, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of difficult. Like, okay, how do you decide this is kind of what I'm going to do? Or I'm just going to add one more song, call it an album. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's not easy. I'll say that. I, mm. I did. I really went back and forth on it for a while. It's, it is both an incredible and very difficult time to be a musician because on the one hand, there's no rules, really. You can put out you know, a hundred songs on one album, you can put out two songs and that's all you ever put out, but that's your, you know, that's your magnum opus and mm. that's fine. Um, you know, because there's so many avenues for artists to release their music now, you really can do whatever you want. Mm. But for someone like me who really enjoys rules, <laughs> I really enjoy having, you know, a straight plan of like you do X, Y, and then Z happens. Mm. It's not a world for that anymore, <laughs> which is fine and which is good overall, I think. But yeah. for myself, I was like, you know, like, well, you know, why put out a whole album when I can just put out these little singles and then and keep myself in the conversation. kind mm. of. That's what it was about for me is I was like, if I put out one album every three years, people are only going to think about me once every three years. Mm. Or I can, you know, put out a couple singles and then put out a full EP and then maybe like six months, six months is ambitious. A year from now, I'll put out another little, some more singles and another EP, mm. like just sort of keep myself in the conversation a little bit longer. What was the, you mentioned when you first moved down to Halifax? Okay, first, before I ask this one, what was the reason you decided to move to Halifax? Um, I kind of had this idea in my brain because I, I moved from Windsor to Toronto because, you know, that's the big city and that's the, my music's going to happen there um, without really understanding what that meant and what that entailed. And then I kind of got it in my head. I was like, I'm going to just like move to a bunch of different musical cities in Canada. Like I'm going to go to Halifax and then Montreal and then Vancouver, mm. you know, which I, I still think would have been a fun thing. But the first one I had decided to visit was Halifax. And then I just fell in love with Halifax. And I was like, I don't want to go anywhere else. <laughs> like, I really like it here. What do you like about it? Um, well, like I said, I, I do love the music community. Like, I came here completely by myself, did not know a soul. And um, within a couple weeks of going to open mics and stuff, I already had a community. Mm. And so, and that was incredible to me. I had done the same thing kind of in Toronto and I never fully had a community in Toronto. Like, I had a couple friends, but like, it, it's just... Um, it's a lot harder because it's it's so much more transient. Like you'll you'll have played a show with someone two weeks prior and then you'll message them like, hey, I'm putting together another show. Oh. And they're like, oh, I've moved. Like I don't live in Toronto anymore. <laughs> and, uh, and, and it was much more of a band scene. There were a few things about Toronto that for me personally as a musician mm. didn't really work. So, you know, I was thinking about your name, right? Mm. It, it's like some poet's name, right? It is, yeah. It's um, John Keats is a famous English poet, mm. um, one of the romantics. He actually had a really interesting life in and of itself. Uh, oh. He died really young, um, had this uh, sort of not forbidden love, but this, uh, he was in love with this woman, Fanny 
Fanny Braun, I think was her name. I might be pronouncing that incorrectly. Um, but uh, they were in love, but John was this poor poet, so they couldn't be together. So, um, And they didn't even find out, people didn't even find out how uh, they were in this romantic relationship until years later when she died and her children found all these letters between her and John Keats. There's always Keats. the letters. There's always the letters. Always the letters. I actually have a book of the letters John Keats and Fanny wrote back and forth to each other. And oh. it's beautiful writing. And, uh, and you know, that's not even his poems. His poems are very romantic. And, uh, and he also, like, just saw a lot of death, like, in his young life. Like, his whole family died of tuberculosis. Um, he died at 25 of tuberculosis. Oh, um, so all of his writing he did between the ages of, like, 18 and 25. Um, probably even younger than that. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah. So he's this really interesting person. I know a lot about him because, you know, any English teacher I ever had, if we had a poetry project, would be like, you can do. John Keats. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that tracks. Um, but uh, but he was interesting, so it's fine. I don't mind. Um, and uh, I've always kind of felt like tied to him because of the name. My parents were just really big fans. So, um, mm. you know, my my dad was like, what about Keats for a little girl? And my, mo- <laughs> my mom uh, was positive she was having a boy anyway. So she was like, yeah, sure, Keats, whatever. Mm. And, um, and then when, you know, I came out and uh, I was a girl and my dad was like, oh, it's our little Keats. And my mom was like, <laughs> I guess it is. But, but now my mom loves the name and I love the name. I can't mm. imagine having a different one. And my middle name's Elizabeth, so I could go as Liz if I absolutely hated it. But mm. I don't, so it's it's nice. <laughs> so, I like Dev. Dev is, like, in Casual Cries for Help, right? Yes. Davis and I um, have a band together called Casual Cries for Help. Oh, yeah, not a band, too. I am, oh, yeah. Okay. Although, in all fairness, I, I would call it Davis's band. Um, you know, it's it's mostly his originals that we play. I think we maybe do one or two of mine. Um, but, like, kind of right near the beginning, because we're both very big personalities. <laughs> so, um, sort of right when we started doing the band together, I, I kind of, in my brain, was like, I'm giving you the reins. Mm. Like, this is a fun thing that we can do together. But if I start to think, like, oh, this is our band, I'm going to start to like try this and that. I'm going to get controlling and whatever. So I was like, no, this is Devis's band that like I also help out with and have fun with. Mm. And I think it works out really well. Um, he's got these incredible songs that he writes. So uh, we kind of we joke that the whole band is kind of like good vibes. Like it's just every song, like even if they're not all about good things, like, you know, he, he writes about um, sad stuff too but like it's always just kind of like upbeat like you always just kind of want to dance to his songs mm. and just have a good time and uh, so yeah they're really catchy and I know he is he just released Didn't Want It Back or I should say We We just released um, Didn't Want It Back which is one of the songs he wrote um, and it released with a music video as well and that one was really fun it was just a bunch of our friends kind of um, in front of the camera like they're on a first date because it's all about that um, you know, when you first fall in love with someone and like you have all the jitters, but you're also excited. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like a bunch of different people going through those emotions. Mm-hmm. So that was really fun. And then I know, I think he's releasing another one this month, Take the Lead. Um, yes, uh, we're releasing Take the Lead this month. I don't remember the exact date, but uh, another video is coming out with that one as well. And that's just the band because it's me, Devis, uh, Gene uh, Ho, it's spelled like huh, so I always want to say huh, but it's Gene Ho, um, who's an incredible musician, uh, plays like a million instruments, all incredibly. Mm. And then um, Evan uh, Toth Martinez uh, is our drummer, and he's amazing as well. Incredible, incredible drummer. We're, we're so lucky to work with the people that we do. like, mm. and, and even just working with Davis. Like, I, I've never... 
um, really like sung with someone uh, that like I can just so completely trust, you know, like when you have that like emotional and vocal chemistry with someone, it's mm. incredible. It's it's the best thing ever. What's the process for writing music? For me, for writing music, I generally it it depends on the song. You know, it's it's all a little different, but I usually do lyrics first. Like the the lyrics and melody generally come to me together. Mm. I very rarely will think of a line that doesn't already have kind of a musicality to it. Mm. And then I sort of go from there. Sometimes it's, I write it all at once. It just like comes out of me. <laughs> um, and then other times it's very much like a labor of love where I'll have a song for two or three years before I can really nail it. Like just working on it on and off, like, you know, feeling like it's finished and then being like, oh, you know what? Actually, no, I think I really need to rework some stuff here. Like actually the the one I'm releasing this month that actually comes out next week on the 25th is called Lipstick Stains. <laughs> and uh, that one is a very short, intimate song. Um, it's uh, just some finger picking, very mellow. It's just me and my guitar and some rain sounds on the track. Mm. And uh, that one was a little bit of a labor of love. That one I came up with the like the first verse and then I I did a lot of working on that one. I did a lot of reworking. I had several different verses for that one that I kind of rehashed and recycled. And uh, but now I'm very happy with the finished project. A mm. uh, product. It's it's a like I said, it's a very short, intimate song. But I that's what I think it needs to be. Mm. I tried to make it longer. I tried to add a chorus. It just didn't really feel right. So I'm really happy with it. Okay. Um, I want to talk some more, but I think I'd rather listen to you sing. <laughs> so you Fair came enough. into the Fair studio enough. with your guitar today. Um, uh, we'll just clear up the set a bit and then you play something. Sounds good. I'm excited. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been fantastic. It's really been a joy. I'm going to now ask Dev to come. Yes, <laughs> do it, do it. He'll, he would really enjoy it, I think. Thanks so much, kids. <laughs> thank you. I left lipstick stains along your back. Sorry about that. Those bright red hues helped me relax and retract I just needed some way to make my mark on your heart but There's too much skin and flesh for that So I used your back I left muddy footprints on your floor After quite a downpour those slippery stains led me to you and the flu. I didn't have patience to undress or reflect. So I ran and fell right into you. Seemed the thing to do. Someday I just won't feel no more. What a bore. My fingerprints will fade to ash It'll come too fast But until then I'll reach for you Till I'm cold and blue And I'll keep leaving the stains and marks Till it all goes dark
the Blackout Podcast. Thanks for listening.